Hi there. Welcome to this episode of Happy Single Ladies. I am your host, Raquel R. James, and I am so elated that you have decided to join me today. So today I want to pose a question, and it's a question that I saw recently in a Facebook group, and the essence of the question was, are you really happily single or are you just pretending? Now that's not verbatim, but that was the question in a nutshell. So that's the question I'm posing to you today. Are you genuinely happily single or are you just pretending to be for the sake of those around you or to save face? So here's my thoughts on that. That question is presented because the world truly believes that if you're single, you're likely unhappy. And I've talked about this before, the fact that singleness does not equate to being unhappy or being lonely. But in the world, that's the way it's made to seem. And it's difficult, even for some single people, to realize that it's truly possible to be single and happy. The two can coexist. So when you think about it, so many people believe that, that lie that, you know, if you're single, you're just likely unhappy. But here's the thing. I want you to check yourself and decide if you're really happy and you're doing this happily single life or if, in fact, you're just pretending because it's better than answering a million questions about when you're going to get married. Are you dating anyone? When's the last time you've been on a date? And all of those wonderful questions that people feel entitled to ask you because you're single. And here's the truth of the matter. You could be single and absolutely love your single life. And that does not negate the fact that you would ideally like to be in a relationship at some point and get married down the line. But you're okay where you are. And that's the key to starting this happily single journey. You have to embrace it and genuinely accept the fact that this is my current reality. But in this current reality, there's happiness, there's joy, more importantly. And I could actually enjoy my life. And when you do that, loneliness isn't a huge issue for you. You see, the world thinks that if you're single, you don't have much of a social life, right? You're lonely. Lies, absolute lies, girlfriend. You could be single and have a wonderful social life that does not include clubbing and shaking your groove thing, you know, every Saturday night at a different spot. Um, Especially as a Christian woman, I know It seems challenging to have a social life, to get out and do things. But depending upon where you are, there may be lots of options. And if you're in, say, a small town or some place that doesn't have a lot of events or activities that you would find appropriate for you and for this walk that we're walking, create them. You can create events, whether it's a girls' night in at your place 
where you have your sister friends come over and you have a potluck, you watch a great movie, or you listen to some music, whatever it is, you can create it if it doesn't exist. Now, I'm in the Atlanta area, so there's a lot going on. So there are options, social events, events sponsored by churches or by Christians who want to enjoy life. So there are options and opportunities. And even if you're in a place, a large metropolitan area where there's a lot going on, if you don't make yourself available to attend some of these events, then it doesn't change your social life. So you can certainly be happily single and have an exceptional social life that you create. And the other thing is, The world thinks that, you know, we have to have someone to do certain things, not just social events, but as a woman, especially as a lady, there are just certain things you can't do, right? Well, that's another lie because here's the truth of the matter. I will be the first to acknowledge that there are many things that I'd rather not do and I don't choose to do, but I most certainly can do them if the need arises. So it affords me an opportunity to be challenged sometimes, right? And to handle and address tasks that I may not otherwise have to. For example, when I moved to Atlanta, back home in Connecticut, you know, uh, before my dad passed, he was one of those guys who cleans cars and really appreciated a clean car. And so does my bonus dad. So between my biological daddy and my bonus daddy, I didn't have to clean a car. That was not a real thing. And truth be told, I wasn't overly concerned about my car being clean. They were more concerned, and one still is. My bonus daddy is still very much alive and well. And if I was still in Connecticut, he'd still be concerned about whether or not my car was clean or dirty. So I grew accustomed to not having to worry about that, right? But when I moved to Atlanta, that changed because my dirty car would just stay dirty if I did not do something about it. So I would do at that time what my daddy used to call uh, going to the laundromat, which he hated, mind you. My father used to call the drive through car wash the laundromat. If you have to take your car to the laundromat, you could take it. But, you know, he thought that it scuffed your car and scratched your car. He was meticulous about his vehicles. And so driving through that car wash was not ideal, but it was better than being dirty. So when I first moved to Atlanta, that's what I do. I drive through the car wash slash car laundromat, as my dad would call it, um, to keep my car clean. But that was never an issue or shoveling snow at home. I didn't shovel snow. That was not a thing. But got here and somebody had to get the snow out of your front yard because, um, or not even snow because we don't really have it. I had a little ice one time. But certain things I would not have to do and I wouldn't choose to do. Let's be clear. But when I had to, I could. Shortly before I left Connecticut, we had more snow storms than the law should allow. And on one of those occasions, my bonus daddy couldn't get to my house 
So my youngest daughter and I went outside and shoveled a whole lot of snow. And it was genuinely a challenge. And it was the first and last time that I shoveled that much snow. And I moved to Georgia the following summer. So here's the thing. You can challenge yourself. Learn some new things, you know, whatever that thing is that you might think a man needs to do. And yes, there are some things we would prefer to have a man do. Take care of your car, bring out the garbage, mow the lawn. I even learned to do that when I moved to Georgia. Had never done it before. Well into my 40s, first time mowing a lawn. But it's a challenge. You learn something new and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So even though the world looks at it like you need someone to do all these things, I tell you it would be great to have someone to do them, but you can still manage. And the other option is pay someone to come and mow the lawn. Pay someone to wash the car. So yes, that does not negate happily single because you have to do tasks that most of us ladies, and I say most because some of us enjoy other things, you know, you may be the girl that's like, yes, I love to get out there and do my yard work. It's therapeutic. I'm not that girl. I don't like bugs. I don't like dirt. But I know folks that do. They love to get out there in the yard. And I think it's awesome. So you have options. That should not negate whether or not you're single or happily single, excuse me. Now, As for those people who are questioning whether or not being happily single is even possible, I say check yourself and find out where the void is that makes you think that you can't possibly happy and be single, like it's some huge oxymoron. It's real. You can be that. You can have peace in the season. You can get out there and live a little bit. And you'll hear me say this often. A lot of times you don't even know what you like because you don't really know who you are. So here you sit and you meet this really awesome guy who wants to take you out, who wants to know what you'd like to do. What's your ideal date? Any place in particular that you'd like to go? And you have nothing. It's like crickets. Just quiet. Why? Because you haven't gotten the opportunity to really know yourself. To try new things. To venture out. And your season of singleness is a prime opportunity to do that. You can try new things. Get out there and live a little bit. See what you really enjoy. Try something that you thought, hmm. I would never try that. Oh, no, that's fun, you know. It could be as simple as taking a sushi rolling class. You can go on Groupon and go out and do lots of things all over the place. You can go on Pinterest and get ideas for girls' night in or girls' night out or for various events, a ladies' tea sporting ideas, whatever it is that you like, there are options and opportunities. So if you're sitting around and you're one of those people and you're going, but Raquel, I don't know how to be happy and single. I want you to start with God, invest more time 
in your quiet time with him. Spend some time in the word and with our heavenly father and seek his guidance and direction. Ask him questions. He's always listening, always present. So if you ask him, he will give you revelation about certain things. And it may not be in your time frame, let's be clear. But he will give you a revelation as he sees fit and when you need it. He's always on time. And secondly, I want you to start to love on you and get to know you. You know, I was talking earlier today with my daughter. And one of the things that we were discussing is the fact that oftentimes we don't celebrate ourselves or celebrate accomplishments and achievements. And not to say in some off the wall, crazy, conceited type of way, but to say that when you accomplish something, take some time to celebrate the thing you've accomplished. And listen, I know it's a challenge for you because as ladies, we often struggle with celebrating ourselves or just taking time to say, hey, I did it. Let me celebrate that for a moment. And I am often guilty of that. Let me just be clear. So I have to be reminded of it frequently to stop, take a moment and enjoy just that moment, not to think about the next thing that I need to do or the next thing on my list of things that I want to do, but to enjoy the moment. Celebrate the accomplishment. So whether that accomplishment is that you chose healthier foods today or that maybe you exercised or maybe it's a big accomplishment and you wrote a book or you started school or you're finishing up your first semester at school or you're graduating school, whatever that thing is that you did, maybe you fit into the pants that you want to fit into, those jeans that have been hanging in your closet for two years and you keep saying, I'm going to fit into those again because I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to become healthier. I'm going to get off of this medication. Whatever it is that you've accomplished, take some time and celebrate that accomplishment. Don't overlook it. Don't walk by it. Celebrate it. Invite some folks to celebrate it with you if need be. Your birthday Don't just move on past like it's no big thing. God has gifted you another year. That's worth celebrating. So take some time, even as a single lady, to just enjoy the moments. Stop and smell the roses, as they say. And be present. Be present right now. I know you're in a rush to get into a relationship, in a rush to get married. Maybe you're in a rush to have children. Don't let all this time pass you by without enjoying the journey. Because here's the thing. When you get to that next destination, because we always look at it like destinations, but it's really a lifelong journey and there's no arriving per se. But as you're journeying along, you're going to get to that space where, okay, now I've met him. Oh, now we're married. Now we're having children. Or maybe you're a little further on in life like me and like the children thing is not happening. After marriage, you may have children who are adults already. I do. You may have grandchildren already. I do. 
So you get to marriage and you think, oh, I'm here. And then you go, "Ooh, this is a lot of work. Ooh, this is kind of stressful. Ooh, I'm a little overwhelmed. And you'll start to look back and reminisce on this time when you were single and the options that you had and go, whew, I missed that a little bit. Not that you're trying to get out of your marriage, let's be clear, but that you are more appreciative of the thing that you no longer have. This season of singleness, a time to yourself, a time to prepare, a time to love on you. Things change a bit in marriage because there is someone else who is a huge part of your life to become one. And now you have to think about this other person even before thinking about yourself on many occasions. So you will still, yes, you will still take care of yourself in marriage. Let's be clear, girlfriend. Don't get married and stop taking care of you and stop loving yourself. That's not a viable option. But anywho, you'll appreciate what you have right now when you move forward. So as opposed to looking back at it and thinking, oh, I should have enjoyed myself more. I should have taken better care of myself. I should have gotten to know myself, spent some me time that was really purposeful and intentional. I should have provided some self-care. I should have invested in myself. I should have, uh, you know, figured out what I'm passionate about and started to pursue my purpose. I should have done all those things because now my life's a little bit different. How can you meet your purpose partner if you don't even know what your purpose is, right? So all those things that you could do right now, and I guarantee you, if you start working on those things, you will truly be happily single now. And you will be able to answer the question that I asked by simply saying, yes, yes, I am. I'm actually happily single now because everyone's looking to live their best life. I hear it all the time. I'm living my best life. I'm living my life like it's golden. All those things, right? But a lot of times that's not real. That's not true. And people think, especially us ladies, you think that to live your life like it's golden or to live your best life, you have to have a man. And you put your life on hold until he arrives. Well, let me share this with you. No man, not a healthy one, wants a woman who has no idea who she is, no idea where she's going, no idea what her purpose is, no sense of self, and is so needy because she needs him to define her. No one wants that. So yes, it is completely feasible to be happily single right now. It's a matter of decisions that we make and the way that we live our lives daily. So I truly encourage you, like right now, as you walk through this season of singleness, 
with our Heavenly Father first and foremost. I want you to be okay with where you are at right now. That's a starting point. And then as God starts to reveal things to you, I really want you to get to know yourself on an intimate level, on a deep level, to know what your core beliefs and values and what your foundation is and make sure that foundation is sturdy, right? So you're not just over here sinking and blowing from side to side. When someone changes their mind, you change yours because you don't know who you are. Start with that. Fall in love with you so you know what love is and what it feels like and what your expectation of it is. And I say that not in a way that is, again, arrogant or anything along those lines, but fall in love with you and see yourself through the lens that our Heavenly Father sees us through. You can be so harsh on yourself and judge yourself in a way that makes you feel bad about you. Let me ask you this. Do you treat yourself the same way that you would treat your best friend? Now sit with that for a moment. Do you treat yourself the same way that you would treat your best friend? If not, it's likely that you've got some more self-loving to do. Because we're quick to say things like, oh, I look fat in these jeans. Or, oh, I just need to get rid of these handles, these love handles over here. Or, oh, my hair's a hot mess. We say all these things to ourselves on a daily basis. You'll beat yourself up. You know, you might make a mistake and go, oh, that was so stupid. If your best friend was sitting there and made a mistake, most of us, <laughs> are not going to say, oh, that was so stupid. You're so stupid. Oh my gosh, you look so fat in those jeans. Who says that to their best friend when they walk up? Not most of us. Not most of us. So I want you to start loving yourself like you love a special friend and treat yourself that way. And if you do these things and start walking out that way, then you'll start to have your happily single now. And just a little caveat, you can kind of do whatever you want when you're single within reason and within the law and within alignment with God's word. Let's be clear there, right? It needs to be alignment with the word. But you don't have anyone that you're answering to before you go meet your girlfriends for a late lunch or a early dinner or a late movie. So enjoy the season, my sister. Enjoy the season. Because the answer to my question is, yes, it's so possible for a single person to be happily single. So I'd love to see you be the happily single now girl. So on that note, I'm going to get on out of here. But I am so glad that you chose to join me today for Happy Single Ladies. Again, my name is Raquel R. James, and you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Raquel R. James. And also on YouTube very soon. Um, yeah, there's some old stuff there, but you'll connect with me there as well, I hope. And I am looking forward to continuing this journey with you. 
as we walk on to Happily Single Now together. All right, you enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you really soon. May God bless you as you live your best life in the Happily Single Now zone. Bye-bye.